Good morning and welcome to worship on this third Sunday after Pentecost. Welcome to those joining us on our YouTube channel, via our podcast, and those listening to our radio broadcast. That broadcast is sponsored today by Muriel and Pastor John Michelson in honor of Pastor John's 85th birthday on June 17th. Happy birthday to you, Pastor John. We send you our love and well wishes. Thank you for sponsoring our radio broadcast today. We welcome Lauren Barker as our guest musician this morning as well. Thank you, Lauren, for that beautiful prelude and for being with us today in worship. Now in preparation for this time of worship, wherever you are, I invite you to light a candle and gather some bread and wine or juice to celebrate Holy Communion a little later on in our service. We begin our worship this morning as we make the sign of the cross upon ourselves, remembering the promises of baptism. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God whose steadfast love is everlasting, whose faithfulness endures from generation to generation. Amen. Trusting in the mercy of God, we join in a prayer of confession. Let us pray. Reconciling God, we confess that we do not trust your abundance and we deny your presence in our lives. We place our hope in ourselves and rely on our own efforts. We fail to believe that you provide enough for all. We abuse your good creation for our own benefit. We fear, we fear difference and do not welcome others as you have welcomed us. We, thin, we sin in thought, word, and deed. By your grace, O God, forgive us. Through your love, renew us, and in your spirit, lead us, so that we may live and serve you in newness of life. Amen. Beloved of God, by the radical abundance of divine mercy, we have peace with God through Christ Jesus, through whom we have obtained grace upon grace, and our sins are forgiven. Let us live now in hope, for hope does not disappoint, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. Amen. We join now together in singing our gathering hymn, O Christ, Your Heart Compassionate, hymn number 722. We sing verse 1 and 2 together.
the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Lord be with you. Let us pray. Teach us, good Lord God, to serve you as you deserve, to give and not to count the cost, to fight and not to heed the wounds, to toil and not to seek for rest, to labor and not to ask for reward, except that of knowing that we do your will through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. In our first reading for this day, Jeremiah accuses God of forcing him into a ministry that brings him only contempt and persecution. Yet, Jeremiah is confident that God will be a strong protector against his enemies and commits his life into God's hands. A reading from Jeremiah. O Lord, you have enticed me, and I was enticed. You have overpowered me, and you have prevailed. I have become a laughingstock all day long. Everyone mocks me. For whenever I speak, I must cry out. I must shout violence and destruction. For the word of the Lord has become for me a reproach and derision all day long. If I say I will not mention him or speak any more in his name, then within me there is something like a burning fire shut up in my bones. I am weary with holding it in, and I cannot. For I hear many whispering, terror is all around. Denounce him. Let us denounce him. All my close friends are watching for me to stumble. Perhaps he can be enticed and we can prevail against him and take our revenge on him. But the Lord is with me like a dread warrior. Therefore, my persecutors will stumble and they will not prevail. They will be greatly shamed for they will not succeed. Their eternal dishonor will never be forgotten. O Lord of hosts, you test the righteous. You see the heart and the mind. 
Let me see your retribution upon them, for to you I have committed my cause. Sing to the Lord, praise the Lord, for he has delivered the life of the needy from the hands of the evildoers. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. We join together in singing our gospel acclamation.
By the end of Jeremiah's life, Assyria was gone and Babylon had conquered Judah, destroyed Jerusalem and the temple, and exiled most of its people. I once heard an Old Testament scholar refer to Jeremiah as the prophet called to prophesy over rubble. Jeremiah's task was an unenviable one. After Assyria fell, the Judean king formed an alliance with Egypt to stop the expansion of the new rising superpower, Babylon. But God opposed this alliance with Egypt. And so God sent Jeremiah to tell the Judean king to accept Babylon. Well, as you can imagine, this didn't go over well, and Jeremiah suffered greatly for speaking the word of the Lord. Just as an example, the words of Jeremiah that we heard this morning were spoken after he had been forced to spend the night in the stocks for proclaiming God's word. His words take the form of a lament. There are five of these laments in the book of Jeremiah. Today's lament is the fifth and most personal and most distraught. In the very next verse of the lament, Jeremiah cries out, Cursed to be the day on which I was born, the day when my mother bore me, let it not be blessed. 2,600 years later, we can still hear the anguish in Jeremiah's voice. 600 years after Jeremiah, Jesus was preparing to send his disciples out to proclaim the good news that the kingdom of heaven had come near. What Jesus knows and what he is trying to prepare his disciples for is the reality that God's word is not always well received, that proclaiming the kingdom of heaven is not necessarily going to make them any friends, but on the contrary, they may find themselves laughed at, criticized, or harassed just like Jeremiah was before them. Do not think that I have come to bring peace, he tells them. Things aren't always going to be smooth sailing. The word that the kingdom of heaven has come near implies that the current kingdom, the current state of affairs, the way things are now, are not totally in keeping with what God intends. And this is not a word people want to hear, not a truth people want to see, and so they don't or won't listen. The kingdom of heaven is a kingdom of righteousness, a kingdom in which people pursue with greater vigor God's will and God's purposes rather than pursuing and protecting their own. A kingdom in which God's justice is enacted for all, for all God's people, regardless of race, ethnicity, immigration status, gender, sexual orientation, age, or ability. God's kingdom is a kingdom of peace, where peace doesn't simply mean the end of open hostility, but the condition in which all people can be well and thrive or to borrow the language of creation, the condition in which all people can be fruitful and multiply. Jesus' society wasn't like this, and deep down, we know our society isn't either. But this truth about ourselves, 
about our society is uncomfortable and we'd rather ignore it and let things remain the way they are. Because to face the truth would implicate ourselves. I'd rather turn off the TV, ignore the news reports and go about my life, and I can. And that's part of the problem. I'm part of the problem. For too long, my position in society, my status, my skin color meant that I could simply let out a sigh, feel bad for a few seconds, and then get on with my life as normal. But there are times when situations force people to see and hear, when God's word cuts through with such clarity that it cannot be missed or ignored. Jeremiah lived in such a time. We are living in such a time. This past Friday was Juneteenth, a day that celebrates the ending of slavery in the United States when the last enslaved people in Texas learned from Union soldiers that the Civil War had ended and they were free. While slavery is now illegal in this country, the racist ideology that allowed such slavery to exist in the first place continues to infect each new generation. This past Wednesday marked the fifth anniversary of the day a white supremacist walked into Mother Emmanuel AME Church and killed nine people attending a Bible study in Charleston, South Carolina. Since that time, countless other black men and women have been assaulted and killed, including George Floyd and Rayshard Brooks. The protests that have erupted have forced me, forced us all to see the wide gap that has been created by the sin of racism, the gap between the way things are in our society and the way God intends them to be. The kingdom of heaven has come near. This is the word that Jesus himself preached and the word he gave to the disciples to preach. How are we to recognize that kingdom? Love is the answer to that question. I'm talking about the fierce love of God, the passion-filled, self-sacrificing love of Christ. The law, the prophets, and the gospel all center around this theme of love. The kingdom, God's reign, is manifested in acts of love for the other, for the neighbor, in acts that make room for the other to be fruitful and multiply, to have and know the experience of God's peace God's shalom. And so, in response to what I have seen, I must ask myself, do I love my black neighbor, my Hmong neighbor, my Ojibwa neighbor, my gay neighbor, my transgendered neighbor, as much as I love my white neighbor? Does a fire burn in my bones with the same kind of heat when I witness an injustice perpetrated against another? as much as it burns when that injustice has been perpetrated against me or my own. If not, then I have a place to start in reflecting on how my world, my society, myself, does not yet fully embrace kingdom values, how my love is somewhat tepid. These are hard words. 
those who find, those who wish to keep, to hang on to their life as it is, will lose it. But those who lose their life for the sake of the kingdom will find it. We know that our world, our society, our lives do not yet fully reflect the kingdom. Are we willing to lose this life for the sake of the new life, for the sake of the kingdom promised by Jesus? Are we willing to give up some of our power and privilege and status so that a more just and equitable world can come into being? Will we pursue with greater vigor God's will? Will we seek to not only end hostility and violence, but work towards a world where all people have a chance at a life filled with the blessings of creation? These are challenging questions to sit with. The word that Jesus has given the disciples to proclaim, just like the word that God gave to Jeremiah, cuts us to the bone. And so that word is often met with opposition and resistance. We don't want to hear these truths about ourselves. But even in the most dire circumstances, God's word must and will be heard. Jeremiah knows he must go on. And he can, he does go on, because he also knows that the Lord is with him. The disciples, too, go, reassured by Jesus' repeated words, do not be afraid. The kingdom comes without our prayer, Luther wrote in the small catechism. God's liberating and redeeming word is bringing about the kingdom. It is transforming us and our world. Luther went on to write, but we pray that the kingdom may also come about in and among us. Sometimes God's word comes as a healing balm, soothing all of our wounds. And at other times, God's word comes as a sword that pierces and convicts our heart. And we need both of these words. We need God's word that points out to us how we have missed the kingdom's goals as much as we need God's word of forgiveness and grace. The two go together, not as opposites, but as complementary words that bring the kingdom about in and among us. Both the proclamation and the reception of this word will require courage and boldness. Prophetic speech requires courage and boldness. Listening, really listening to a challenging truth requires courage and boldness. Love of neighbor requires courage and boldness. Naming our sin, including the sin of racism, requires courage and boldness. Transforming our ways requires courage and boldness. Solidarity requires courage and boldness. Acts of mercy and kindness and walking humbly with God requires courage and boldness. Friends in Christ, may you find such courage and boldness. May you find the courage and boldness needed to speak and to listen and to love and to confess and to transform your ways and to walk humbly with our God. May your actions and prayers and words bear witness to the fierce and passion-filled love of God. May God's Spirit 
burn within your bones. And may the kingdom of heaven, which has come near to us in these days, come about in and among you. Amen. We sing together our hymn of the day, number 798, verses 1, 2, and 4. Will you come and follow me? Together we confess our faith using the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again, he ascended into heaven, he is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. 
called into unity with one another and the whole of creation, let us pray for our shared world. Expansive God, you bring diverse voices together to form your church. Open our hearts and unstop our ears to better learn from one another such that differences might not overshadow our baptismal unity. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Providing God, your creation shows us that life comes from death. Renew the places where our land, air, and waterways have been ill for too long. Direct the work of all who care for birds and animals and all their habitats. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Protecting God, sustain and keep safe all who work to defend others across the world. Revive and strengthen organizations dedicated to caring for refugees and migrants, especially Amparo, which is our ELCA effort to support and care and provide advocacy for migrant workers and especially the Lutheran Immigration and Refugee Service. Hear us, O oh God. Your mercy is great. Loving God, you promise to be with all who are persecuted for your sake. Guide all who speak your word of justice and console any who are tormented or targeted for being who they are. Hear us, O oh God. Your mercy is great. Healing God, by your grace you make us whole. Ease the burdens of all who are suffering from mental anguish or physical pain. Care for all who are sick and comfort the grieving. We pray especially for all in our world who are infected with COVID-19, for their families, for all healthcare professionals. We pray for those close to us, those who are sick, recovering or undergoing any medical treatment. We pray for Lucille Whittier, Linda Mercer, Alice Kennedy, Josh Madsen, Marilyn Lee, Carolyn Barnhart, Steve Knutson. Hear us, O oh God, your mercy is great. Compassionate God, you are with us and we are never alone. Bless all fathers and father figures who strive to love and nurture as you do. Comfort all who long to be fathers and all for whom this day is difficult. Hear us, O oh God. Your mercy is great. We give you thanks, holy God, for the faithful life and witness of the Emmanuel Nine, who were gunned down while in Bible study at Emmanuel AME Church in 2015. We remember them today. Clementa, Cynthia, Daniel, Depayne, Ethel, Mira, Sharonda, Susie, Taiwanza. May their faith and witness to your forgiving love in Jesus Christ inspire all people to pursue paths of justice, courage, and self-giving love. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Receive these prayers, O God, and those too deep for words, as we pray through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
The peace of the Lord be with you always. And also with you. I invite you to share a sign of peace with those whom you're gathered with or receive this sign of peace that we share with you as we share peace here with one another. We welcome your offerings to OSL and to our shared ministry, and we thank you for your generosity, for the gifts that you share to support our mission and ministry, your gifts of time, your prayers, your talents, your financial donations. We thank you for your generosity and support of local organizations and agencies that contribute to our common good and care for our neighbor in need. We thank you for your patience as we continue to worship remotely out of care and concern and safety for all. I remind you that your offering is vital to OSL, and I invite you to send in your offering to our church office or to use our online giving option at oslme.com. We now join together in singing our offertory, Let the Vineyards Be Fruitful. Save us from the time of trial 
and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. At this time, I invite you to share communion with one another, with those you are gathered with, or to receive the gift of communion yourself. This is the body of Christ given for you. This is the blood of Christ shed for you. As you share these gifts of, love, of God's love and grace with one another, we hear a special gift of music from Lauren Barker. He will be playing Air from Water Music by Handel. gift of music this morning. May the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen you and keep you in his grace. Amen. Let us pray. God of welcome and grace, in this meal we have feasted on your goodness and have been united by your presence among us. Empower us to go forth sustained by these gifts so that we may share your passionate fierce and neighborly love with all, through Jesus Christ, the giver of abundant life. Amen.
St. Paul reminds us, neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. This good news sends us forth this day. As God the Creator, Jesus the Christ, and the Holy Spirit the Comforter, bless you and keep you in eternal love. Amen. Thank you for joining us in worship this day, connected together as the body of Christ. Thank you to Laura and Barker for sharing beautiful, special music with us. Happy Father's Day to you, Lauren and Nathan, our videographer. Happy Father's Day to you and to all who are celebrating Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to you as well. I want to brief you now as ministers of OSL um, and invite you to consider a few um, ministry and education opportunities, the first of which is to join Pastor Sarah for morning prayer matins beginning Wednesday, June 24th. She will host that via Zoom. You can email her for a link to that service. And uh, they'll begin with fellowship time at 8.45 a.m. and then matins will begin promptly at 9 a.m. Again, that begins June 24th, Wednesday. I also want to invite you to take the opportunity to watch the movie Just Mercy which has been made available through Warner Brothers for the whole month of June. And then, if you wish, you can join in a movie discussion via Zoom on June 28th at 1 p.m. You can find more information um, on our adult education page on our website. And one more opportunity coming up in July. On July 26th, Pastor Sarah will be hosting a book discussion on the book Waking Up white and you can find more information uh, about that opportunity on our adult education page on our website as well finally i want to remind you that if you have a prayer concern or if you wish to visit with one of our parish nurses or one of your pastors please reach out to us we are here for you all of our contact information can be found as well on our website at oslme.com we conclude this time of worship now as we sing together our sending hymn, Give to Our God Immortal Praise, hymn number 848.
Pastor Sarah, I would really like to wish a happy Father's Day to one father in particular, and I know that he's watching. So, happy Father's Day, Dad. I love you. Would you like to wish anyone a happy Father's Day? I would like to wish a happy Father's Day to my father and to my father-in-law, both of whom are watching also this morning. Happy Father's Day. I better wish a happy Father's Day to my father-in-law <laughs> as well. Happy Father's Day, David. <laughs> Go now in peace. Christ is with you. Thanks be to God. Thank you. 